On today's episode, we are going to continue our summer series with funny stories that have happened to Rusty and to me um, during our marriage. And for these, you better have um, or not have a weak stomach because we're going to be talking about in sickness and in health. It's going to be a good one. Stay tuned. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Redeemed Marriage Podcast. This is Rusty and Heather Bryant, and we're excited to be back with you again today. Um, we are doing funny stories, and if you guys could just be a fly on the wall sometimes <laughs> when we're doing this podcast, these are funny stories in and of themselves. So Heather doesn't usually do the um, intros, and uh, she's going to kind of take the lead on these stories today, and um, it took four, <laughs> it took four takes, and we do the entire podcast every single time in one take. We had to do four takes just for the intro. Tickled, and I know somebody listening was like, "She said Rusty and me. That's not right. It's supposed to be Rusty and I, but it is Rusty and me." It's correct I, grammar. I just can't look at you because <laughs> I'll just start laughing or you'll start laughing. So I know I can't help mm, it. Well, we uh, we made it through <laughs> the intro. I'm not even sure what the intro said because I heard it four different ways, four different times. So I'll have to go back and listen and see what the final cut happened to be. All right, so uh, trying to do things a little bit lighter this summer, uh, just to be have some fun and. Just remember the funny stories. We want people, all of our couples, no matter what you're going through, if it's heavy or if it's a good season, we just want to remind you that it's a team. You're in this together. You're in this journey of life together. And remember to laugh a lot. And so we're trying to go back and just pull up these funny stories just to kind of jog our memories of the fun times and... You know, we're sharing those with the world. So today, we're going to talk about, maybe tell a couple of stories. I think we have time to probably tell both of them. Uh, but they're kind of stories of, um, you know, sickness and in health. Whenever one spouse is sick, the other one has to kind of pick up the slack a little bit. And so whenever that happens, sometimes things go a little bit wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, no, not right. Wrong. No. <laughs> Before we get into that, can we take a half second to talk about last week's podcast and the response that we got for that about how, um, well, first of all, my parents had never heard that story. Oh, I got a <laughs> phone call. <laughs> if you haven't listened to last week's, you need to go back and listen. It was really funny. But the That's the funny. day after it, yeah, the day after it posted, my phone rang, and it was my mother in law, <laughs> and I answered the phone, and she was just, well, she said, "Do you have a minute?" And I said, "Well, I was I was busy, but I was like, yeah, yeah, sure," and she just started laughing, and I was like, "Oh no!" She said, "I just listened to your podcast." I was like, "Oh no." <laughs> So that was funny. Good times. Good, good times. times. Okay. So this week's story, I am going to take the lead on these um, because, and I think I can tell them both pretty quickly. But when you ask me if I had one to share, um, I couldn't choose between these two because they both revol- revolved around um, being, you know, us taking care of each other, which is such a 
huge part of marriage anyway. But the first one actually happened on our honeymoon. Um, We were going there first. Yep. mm -hmm, All right. Going to the honeymoon first. So we went to Jamaica to an all-inclusive resort and we could just, you know, eat anytime we wanted to, um, get drinks whenever we wanted to. I mean, it was just, I mean, yeah. All inclusive. I'm sure people know what that means. I'm pretty but, sure. <laughs> but it was just, I mean, we were. It was like a cruise on land. Yes, exactly. So anyway, we were having a blast. And one night they had a beach party. And so we had gone to eat um, at a restaurant that actually had a buffet that night. And I mean, we, it was so much food and it was so much fun just to walk around and we have very similar tastes. And so we were like, oh yeah, let's try that. And let's try that. And we both piled up our pay, our, um, plates and ate, um, a wonderful meal. And then we were headed to the beach party. So we were walking towards the beach and I mean, everybody, and this is a all-inclusive resort where there's only grownups. There were no children here. Um, Not that that's important to the, to the story, but we were headed down to the, um, to the beach and all the people, you know, were out there dancing and there was music and a bonfire and all of that. And we're walking towards it. And I was just talking away to you and And then I looked and you were gone. And I was like, where did Rusty go? And I, I mean, it it was weird. He just kind of was gone. And so (laughs) I look around and I cannot find him anywhere. I mean, there's people everywhere. And I'm like, where is he? And then I spot him over by a palm tree and his head is behind the palm tree and he is throwing up everywhere. And I'm like, oh, okay nice. So I'm like, oh my gosh, of course, you know, newlyweds. I'm like, here we go. I get to take care of him. I'm like, are you okay? And he was like, oh, I feel awful. Um, I think it must've been something I ate. And so we started kind of thinking, and the only thing that he ate differently than I did was tilapia. And he, and I remember you saying when you ate it, oh, this doesn't taste very good. Mm-hmm. And I, but you took a couple of bites. Yeah, it of wasn't it. much. I yeah. mean, it was wrapped. It was like wrapped in like foil, foil. Mm-hmm. foil. And so mm-hmm. I had opened it. And I'm not much of a fish eater anyway, yeah. but I, I always try things. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna try it. And I took a I took a couple of bites and I was like, this doesn't really taste good. But I also didn't know what it was supposed to taste like because sure. I'm not a real big fish eater. Yeah. So and I didn't eat that. But it was the only thing that you ate that I didn't. So we were pretty sure that that's what it was. And I was like, oh my gosh, I bet you have. Well, I was hoping that maybe it would just come up and you would be better. But evidently he had food poisoning. So we go up to the room and I mean, he was so sick. He was sitting on the potty and throwing up in the bathtub, mm, like that's a lot at of, the same time. That's a lot of information <laughs> for our listeners. I told them they can't have a weak stomach on this one. That's as graphic I'm, as I'm going to get. So really, really, really sick. Well, and he was, he was telling me that he was feeling weak. Well, let me just give you a little backstory. I do not like to be sick. I do not like to especially. Throw. Oh, I love oh, to be shit. sick. <laughs> I don't. Okay, let me rephrase. I hate to throw up. Like, I would rather have the flu for a week 
than throw up for 24 hours. I can't stand to throw up. So I, growing up, my dad would always sit with me when I was sick, like always. My mom would lay in the back bedroom with a pillow over her head if we were throwing up going, but my dad was always there. So, you know, we had the little bathroom where there was a tub and a potty and then the sink all in one little space, no individual doors. So he would sit on the edge of the um, tub while I was throwing up in the potty and he would have a white, uh, a white rag, a wet rag. And he would, you know, be, you're okay. Take a deep breath. Cause I always am like, I can't breathe. And he was like, you're, and sometimes he would laugh at me, but he was always just right there. You're fine. I'm here. Here's some water. I mean, like took care of me. So that's all I've known, like literally all I've known. So I'm like, okay, I can do this. So I get a wet rag and I get a bottled water and I, and I open the door and I'm like, Hey, here's a, and you say, get out. (laughs) I was like, what? I was like, Oh, okay. So I go and I sit in the middle of the bed. I just remember sitting in the middle of the bed, just sobbing. And I was like, I don't know. He doesn't want me to take care of him. I, you know, and obviously I wasn't doing it right. So he, we, I even went down to the nurse and they were like, they sent him up some medicine or the nurse came up, I think, and gave you some medicine. And I kept calling and I'm like, he's still sick. He's still sick. And they were like, if he um, gets sick one more time, we're taking him to the hospital. And I was like, oh Lord, please don't get sick. <laughs> and you didn't get sick after that. And you actually woke up the next morning feeling fine, weak, but fine. And we ended up going scuba diving or snorkeling or snorkeling. something the yep. very next day. Yep. So it didn't ruin the whole trip. <clears throat> no, but it was miserable. I have, I've had food poisoning, uh, I think four times, mm-hmm. which is probably That's a lot. A lot. I, probably, I don't know that I've had it ever. But three of those were in another country. Uh-huh, it's fair. So, um, yeah. It, which has to be worse. Yeah, it is worse because you kind of want to die mm-hmm. and... Oh, that one was in another country. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yes, it sorry. was. I'm sorry, I was trying to think through them. I was like, no, only twice, but I got it now. Mm-hmm. That okay. was in another country, mm-hmm. too. And one was in Birmingham, Alabama. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so they were all out of, we were gone. Yeah. I mean, we were out of town. Yeah. And that's miserable, because if you're not at home and that's happening, yeah. man, it just, you just want to be at your place and and you know I don't know why I I've just always wanted to just kind of be you you just like you said I've just wanted to be not alone like I mean I it's okay that I know somebody's there but I just don't need anybody you know right there just trying to help you and I just wanted to help you because and I like you do that for me like still when I get sick you better be at least standing at the door saying are you good you need anything you know I I just like to be taken care of I don't want to do it by myself yeah and it's not that I really need taken care of it's just scary so I don't want to be by myself yeah, and I, you're like, I, I wonder if that's a if that's a male female thing. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe I don't know because I don't I don't feel like our like our boys now that they're older. I don't yeah. feel like they <laughs> really want somebody. Which totally happened recently. Yeah, and that's not even our, in our story. But Luke ate something. It wasn't food poisoning, but he mm-hmm. ate something that just didn't settle. 
And he, I sat up in the middle of the night. I mean, we have a sound machine there on the other side of the house. And I sat up, this was like two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I said, one of them is throwing up. And so you took off running over there to see. And he he told us later that he was hoping Logan would hear him. Because he wanted some water. Yeah. I mean, he was like, and that's really it for me. Yeah. I mean, I just, like, somebody bring me some water and yeah. just make sure I'm not going to pass yeah. out. And Logan, all Logan said was, shut the door. Shut the door. <laughs> he didn't want to hear it. <laughs> and, but I walked in and I was like, yeah. hey, you okay? And he was like, I said, I'll bring you some water. And then yeah. that was kind of it. Yeah. Yeah, and he was like, I'm good. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, no, sit down, pull my hair back. <laughs> well, I and had that, a chance to do that. So why don't you tell right. them about the chances, okay, the so other chances? The second story was me um, going through cancer. And don't anybody go, oh, it, it's fine. We, we can laugh about they this story. They can go, oh, well, it's yeah, okay. It you went through all. cancer. Yeah, I did. It was, and it was hard. There was a lot, a lot, a lot of hard times. And I could not have asked for a better husband during that season. Um, it just, it was a hard season. And he was just supportive and would do anything for me. And um, luckily, and a lot of people with chemo get nauseated. But that was, I think God knew, was just kind of blessed me in that area. So that this isn't a throw-up story. <laughs> it's not a throw-up story. Much worse. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a threat story. And there were lots of health things that went on during that, that I'm like, oh gosh, I can't believe you had to deal with that. But this one is the funny one. So I, I, um, I had to have a double mastectomy and with a double mastectomy, you come out of surgery. How long was my surgery? Oh man, I would say like five hours, five. maybe something okay. like that. All right. So I came out of surgery um, woke up and I mean, this wasn't a surprise. I knew it was going to happen. I woke up with, um, no boobs, obviously <laughs> that's what a double mastectomy is. But then they, I had drains coming out of both sides, like underneath my arm. Yeah. So let, I'll, I'll chime in because I'm, because I wasn't, I, I was very, I mean, I went to every appointment yeah. and, you know, and I listened and I was there for how, I mean, and I sat through, I and, sat yeah. through every chemo. Yeah. So I was right there alongside, but they told us now when you get, when you come out of um, surgery, you're going to have these drains. Mm -hmm. And I, I mean, I don't, I guess I just didn't listen. I, no, I didn't or, know either. Well, I listened, but I didn't understand sure. what a drain was yeah. like that just didn't register with me and nobody prior to the surgery took the time to really explain what that was they just kept saying hey there's gonna be drains and then even I think a couple of doctors they even sort of uh, I mean I don't know if it was if it was jokingly but they just kind of in passing said something about me having to dr having to strip, strip the drains, strip the drains yeah so, mm -hmm. um, which I, in my head had like a catheter, like it's going to drain into a bag. And then when I go to the doctor, they'll take the bag off and give mm -hmm. me new ones. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of what I had in my head. Yeah. So, but what it was, you had two on each side, two drains, on two drains. Yeah. What? So the drains, what the drains are, they were tubes. Yeah. So you had two, two mm -hmm. tubes, little tubes yep. that were stuck just in your skin. Mm -hmm. 
and they were draining um, the fluid build the fluid up, build up mm-hmm. after surgery. After surgery, right. so what they went into though, I think we just lost half our listeners. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think people are going. Whoa, what? This, is, this is interesting. Where are we going with this? All right. So, but the drain. This is the part. I'm trying to describe it from somebody that was having to do it, you know, because they were in you and stuck to you. So yeah. you didn't get to, you know, see everything like I did. But they were, these tubes would, they were long. I mean, they were probably like, what, three feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. So these three foot long tubes, there's four of mm-hmm. them coming out of both sides, two sides of your body. And then they would collect in it. The best way I can describe it, is when you go to the doctor and they take your blood pressure, mm-hmm. the little ball that they yeah. squeeze. I have a better one. You okay. know when you when you have infants and those little bulbs okay. and you okay. try to clean out their nose with yeah. it, they suction. You know, yeah. it's like it's yeah. those bulbs. Yeah, those type of bulbs. it's those type and of they bulbs. Were clear. And they were clear, mm-hmm. but they had um, they had a plug mm-hmm. in them, and so it would collect that. And then when it was, you know, when they, when I could see them, or you could too, but when they would start filling up, we would actually, <laughs> this does get a little bit gross, <laughs> but we would have to, we would have to get like a little cup mm-hmm. that would measure it mm-hmm. and we would, we would pour it yeah, into the. But first you stripping. Right. You had to pull Right. Down. You go, yeah, so you he, can go ahead. So he would pull down on these on the two like squeeze them you know hold one end Mm -hmm. so it wasn't hurting me i mean Mm -hmm. this didn't hurt at all and then just pull down all the stuff that was in those two yeah just squeeze it down and it and okay it was bloody and yucky Mm -hmm. i mean come on i just had surgery right that's what it was so then when it's all down in this bulb he you would um have to pour it into the measurer and mm-hmm. measure mm-hmm. how much fluid and write it down, and write it down. Yep. because if it got to be too much, it's not good. Yep. If it was too little, it's not good. So it's supposed to gradually go down over time. And then I would yeah. just, then I would just cap cl- it back, cap off. it back, mm-hmm. close the bowl back up, mm-hmm. and yep, and good to go. To it. So go. we would do this in the mornings, mm-hmm. and we would do it at night. So twice a day, he was stripping my drains, all four of them, and then. I would go like to um, the doctor and after about five or six days, they pulled out two of the drains, but then I had to keep the other two for a little bit longer. And so then it was just, you know, I mean, like we just got used to it, right? Okay. Well, so here's the funny story. So I'm still in the bed. So it had to have been early on because Mm -hmm. I moved to the den pretty quickly. I was tired of my bedroom, but I was still in the bed with my little sitting up thing that I had. And he was, and you know, I just, every day, like you just can't imagine the, I just was like, thank you for doing this. Like you're the best. You th- I mean, you know, and he's like, are you kidding? You're the one that's having and going through and th- this, and this is hard. And so we, we just kind of had this constant dialogue of, I know this is hard on you. He would say, and then I would just thank him so much for doing this. And it, it was always just a really sweet time. Mm. Well, he was stripping my drains and it was when they were still really, really full. And he had one, he had the bulb and he was trying to squeeze it into the cup to measure how much was in. And it wasn't coming out of the bulb. Like he was like, 
squeezing it, and there was nothing, just a some of little it had, bit. Yeah, some it was of a it little had come bit. Out. Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit in but there, we, but then it stopped coming out. Yeah, and we we're like, there's still so much in there, and you've got to get this out. So, do you want to tell this part? (laughs) (laughs) So, he squeezed and tried to get it out. And all of the sudden, it goes like that. And it went into the um, cup. cup. So, so it was because there, all right, all right. I mean, you got to get a little bit graphic here, but it was a clot. Uh, like it, it was a, a it was a it was a clot it was like a clot deep. of mm-hmm. of blood <laughs> that wouldn't come out and so but I couldn't really see that and so I was like why is this not and so I was like squeezing it and and I squeeze you know it wouldn't come out so I'm squeezing harder and then it it shot, it shot out and it hit the cup and everything that was already in the cup just splattered every, everywhere. I mean, all over. I mean, my face. Oh yeah. The back. The um, the wall the behind headboard, you. Headboard. The wall. All over my sheet. It, it looked like I had been shot. Oh yeah. <laughs> it looked like somebody came in and just started shooting up the room. It was. Oh my goodness. And, and the, my. Part and was your eyes? Uh, you I was like, so. I was just like, oh my! I, I, mean, I know my eyes just got so big. I was like, oh my gosh! What have I done? I'm so sorry. Are you okay? And I just couldn't help. You just laugh. Just laugh. You just laugh. Here I am. I mean, I had no hair. I had no boobs. Uh, uh, I, it just and I looked ridiculous anyway. And then I looked like I had been murdered, like just completely. And I'm so up. thankful that you laughed. But I was, <laughs> I was mortified because I mean, here I was supposed to be taking care of you, and I mean, if somebody had walked in, they'd be like, "You done stabbed her. You got tired of taking care of her, and this is the end." <laughs> It was so bad, oh, and it was, it was everywhere. So and then I had to clean it all up. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. That, that part that... wasn't as funny. No. And I went and got in the shower, which is, was an ordeal in itself oh, because of yeah. the drains. They couldn't get wet and all that, but I had to shower. I had blood all over me. <laughs> oh, It was dear. funny. It was funny. So I know that there's people out there that have stories about sickness and in health, and I don't know. There's There's probably not people that have that story. Um, but hey, we just, we just educated a bunch of people out there and got, got you a little laughter. But so as we tell these stories though, like we said last week, we want to kind of look back on them with some sort of, uh, reflection, reflection, educational moment. What does that mean for your marriage? You know, what did we learn from that? So that's where we are now. Yeah. So I, you know, the obvious, and I think I stated the obvious last week too, is that you are there are going to be times where you have to take care of each other. Um, there's going to be times where you have to take care of your children. And those are not always, most of the time, those are not pleasant seasons. Um, especially when you have a long one like cancer. It was a year of our life mm-hmm. um, where we did a lot of um, him having to take care of me in really hard hard spots and be um, supportive of me, supportive of me in really hard moments like shaving my head or you know taking off bandages and surgery after surgery like you had to be my rock 
during that time. And I think that we're called um, to do that for our spouses. Um, I'm sure we have a lot of listeners that maybe you've had to be that for your spouse, or maybe it's been longer than a year and, and you're weary of that. Um, and, and so I want to encourage you that, that, that the season will end and, um, and that there can be laughter, um, in that among the really, really, really hard times. And then those roles will shift, um, where, you know, hopefully it's not something as extreme as cancer. Maybe it is just, you know, food poisoning or the stomach bug or, um, you know, other, uh, your spouse has the flu. Um, you know, women, I'll just tell you, if you're not aware of this, women make fun of men often oh, about yeah. how weenie they are when they get sick. Yep. Like, you know, women, it's <laughs> okay. I'm, you know, really, really sick, but yet you just still got to get up and fix lunches and, you know, do all the things. And for men, a lot of times it's like, oh, I have a sniffle and, you know, mm-hmm. and so women, if that is your husband, it's okay. You can, it, I mean, still we're called to take care of them and to um, come alongside them when they feel bad. It's okay to laugh about it every now and then, but it is what we're called to do. So that is, that's my encouragement is, is that to consider it a joy to walk alongside your spouse, um, even when things are not um, great um, on the health front, but then to also be able to laugh. And because I could have responded, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but I really could have responded differently to that. Oh, of like, course. what, you know, what are you doing? Of course. And, but just, it's like, okay. I mean, I knew you didn't mean to. And so it was just um, a time to laugh together. And that's, you know, a, a funny story that we like to look back on. Well, I think for me, it was a, all of the, these stories were a great reminder of how we really need to be in tune with our spouse. And it's kind of like the love languages. You don't love your spouse the way that you want to be loved. You have to That's love true. them the way that they want to be loved. And it's the same when we're taking care of each other. You know, you have to be in tune with your spouse to know what they want. So you don't take care of them in the way that you want to be taken care of. You take care of them in the way that they want to be taken care of. And... I would also say that that can also change some through, I mean, depending on the circumstances, depending on the season, because it really could be one of those things where, you know, you may be going through some sort of a sickness where you really do want your spouse by your side, and maybe it's not the norm. And so I just, that's that's my encouragement is that we really listen to each other and we communicate and we respect the way that they want to be loved and cared for during mm-hmm. times of sickness. Yeah. Um, and that can be with injuries too. You know, it doesn't have to just be a sickness. But, yeah. you know, I mean, you learn to love your children well in injuries. And, I mean, we've had to walk through injuries um, with our children. Um, one, mm-hmm. a torse, torn ACL, a torn hamstring. The other one broke his collarbone so bad it had we had to do a metal plate in. And just learning to care for them, I mean, it's the same same thing. Mm-hmm. You have to just be um, listening and open to how they want to be loved through that journey and how yeah. they want to be encouraged and supported. And it's the same thing with your spouse. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's great marriage advice. So you know, the next time your spouse is not feeling well or has a has an ailment or an injury or whatever, just be really in tune with how you can serve them best and. 
you know, I've said this so many times, but just walking through that, I have no medical background at all. And now I feel like I should have an honorary doctorate. But I, I like that was such a great experience for me to just walk through that with you. Yeah. And, you know, so just being able to do that and do it well. And also, like, for you, you were willing to let me. You know, you're not that kind of a person either where you, you were always... You don't like being down, and you don't like being sick, but you knew it was a season where you just had to lean on me. Yeah. So, um, so it was good. It was a, it was you know just a part of the journey, That's and right. we laughed our way through some of it. Yep. And cried our way and through. Cried. Some. <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you guys for listening. Um, we uh, we'll be back with you next week. We'll come up with another funny story. Maybe it won't be so gross next That's time. That's right. <laughs> All right. You guys have a great week. <laughs>